Welcome to Timeline Scavengers, the podcast specifically designed to last forever. I'm Colin Parker, one of your hosts. Uh, and I'm James Anderson, your other host. On this show, we're going through the MCU in historical order, scene by scene, until the end of time. Uh, that's true. Uh, James, here's an issue, though, with time, uh, is that sometimes it comes for us all in regards to uh, technical difficulties and uh, weird sorts of issues. Um, you know, we we talk about how time is weird, but distance is weird too. Sometimes, like sometimes, uh, oh, it's distance okay. is the problem. You know what I mean? Like, mm, yeah, that's true. And that I mean that is true specifically in this situation. And it's not about our distance to each other. It's about the distance huh. between me and a computer. Uh, <laughs> so here's 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 the breakdown, folks. Um, what we're going to be doing on this episode and next Wednesday's episode is you're going to get some very quick, uh, short little. Uh, temp episodes is what I think we're going to probably call this. Um, yeah. And we'll remind you of what's happening on Wednesday as well. But essentially what happened was, is I, you know, moved everything over from my desktop computer, you know, cause I've recorded my office and everything like that. And I left town for the holidays and I looked at every single 1946 file and said, do I have all, like I had more than I even needed. I have like through the middle of December on my computer. However, uh, it turns out that, what I also needed to somehow make sure of was that like I didn't have just beyond what I needed was to make sure I, I'm, I'm butchering part of this explanation. The point is, is that there was a file that somehow did not make the transfer. Uh, and sometimes I think that because time is weird, we could potentially kind of mess around with it and just sort of publish it later. But the problem is, James, is that these episodes are mm, how you say vital. It's it's really funny, Colin, because if it were if it was instead of today and Wednesday, mm -hmm. it was instead like Monday, uh, Monday and the next Friday, mm -hmm. I, it wouldn't even be a problem because they're like they're almost like uh, if you if you didn't watch the post like the um, the stinger at the end of a sitcom, and you miss like one joke, but mostly you get the plot and what's going Correct. on. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This would be like if we cut uh, the second act. <laughs> This would be like if we cut the whole episode and only gave you the stinger, right? Right, exactly. Or like when we used to watch TV in the like in reruns in the '90s when it was like they're referring to something, but I have no idea what it is. Anyways, I guess I'll just right. And there, and there wasn't even like a you know digital TV guide where you could see oh yeah. this is season three episode fifteen. You're like ah that must have been from season three episode fourteen. Then instead you're just yeah. like someday I'll get the DVD box set and I guess I'll figure it out. The, the revelation of which uh, Simpsons or Friends episode was in which season was a fun thing to spend the six years, seven years, eight years of my life getting those uh, DVD box mm. sets. That's a good set. Love those. Hey, I have an analogy, uh, comic book related though, uh, okay. for this. Sometimes, especially in like the 60s, they would not be done with an issue for mm -hmm. whatever reason. They would like for real, they'd be like, uh, next issue, it's going to be this. And then you get the next issue and be like, what is this? And they'll, they, they'll and by way of explanation, they'll be like, look, we didn't finish. We didn't finish this. So here's half a story that we were sort of working on that's kind of like a little cute thing. And also a story from you know, an origin story of some sort, like, you know, that you might not have because it's 1969 and you right. were collecting comics in 63. Right. Anyways, see you next month. And then the next month it would pick up. Right, and sometimes it'd be, it'd be like a cliffhanger, and you'd be like, uh, "But it's like not even like a cliffhanger my... <laughs> where it's like here's like an actual story beat that makes you go, oh, what's gonna happen next?' It's that they literally yeah. went, and oh, uh, 
We didn't get to yeah. that part yet. Uh, yeah. Just come come back. <laughs> right. So what we're going to do is put little sort of spacers in uh, the spots for, for today and Wednesday's episodes. Mm-hmm. And then when the materials are in front of you to craft right. and make your make your beautiful masterpieces, uh, we'll pop those in. For now, right. it's going to be sort of like a rough, like a stick figure. Yeah, I mean, like it's yeah. Oh. You know, you know when you're making an actual piece of art, right? You have to do your sketch first, right? So mm. that's what this is. We're giving you the sketch, and then we're yeah. going to do the lining, the inking, the coloring, the shading, uh, and the printing later, like in a couple weeks when I get back to New Orleans. Um, and yeah. to also be specific about what we're going to do, like we're not going to get into any kind of discussion for these uh, plot synopsis either. Right. Again, since they're just temporary, what we're going to do is, is we're going to give you just here's what happened, and that's going to give you the context for the next episode or next couple ones kind of thing, you know? Right. And yeah. then in a couple of weeks, we'll let you know when the actual episode that has as in them uh, drops. And you don't want to do like a teaser for the discussion at all? You just want to do the plot? Yeah, let's just well, uh, let's do the plot, and if we can think of just like one, because the problem is I don't actually remember what we talked about because yeah. I have I have sort of like podcast permanence, right? The second uh-huh. the second that the file has closed, I go, what did we say? Yeah. So I was gonna say we could do like a read tease, but I'm, I'm gonna be honest, I don't remember what we talked about at all. What? Okay. So this is your this is your 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 this episode was your hosting. Yeah. And I, I for sure have one for this one. Okay. We'll see if I can if I can. Uh, generate one for for uh for my yeah, episode too or if you can think of whatever yeah so let's not uh, hold ourselves to anything oh okay no i i remember something from this one too so okay uh we'll, we'll get to that so here we go uh so this is what happens in agent carter season one episode one starting at 26 minutes and 55 seconds and going until 30 minutes and 18 seconds and then skipping forward about 30 seconds to 30 minutes and 42 seconds and ending at 39 33 here is what happens Peggy and Jarvis sit in their two separate booths at the automat, talking to each other without looking at, without looking as though they're talking to each other. That's, you know, that thing that they're supposed to do, you know, like spy stuff. But like, if you actually looked at them, you would go, but who are they? Who else would they be talking to? Anyway, uh, so they go through the details of the night before and the loss of Peggy's roommate and discuss who they should notify and if there's any way to tie that apartment to her. Peggy comments that she has a habit of losing the people closest to her. The pity party bus picks up Peggy and she opens up about how important this opportunity was, but how she mucked it up. Jarvis reminds her of her service record and calls her a credit to her profession. He says that if the men in your office can't see that, then they're fools. Once the pity party bus runs out of gas, they go over to Stark Industries to run tests out of the eye of the SSR. They meet with Dr. Vanko which is considerably glossed over, <laughs> and he tells them that they uh, ha- oh, what they have on them is a lanthanum carbon alloy, and it's unstable. They narrow down the only place that could have made it, which is Roxon oil. Uh, Vanko informs him that the nitramine puts off low levels of Vita rays, and Peggy is off to the races. She rushes back to the Bell Company bo- uh, building and pulls out and pulls out the Project Rebirth box from the archive. She stops briefly to look at Roger's file and remember. And then now that the flashback is over, Peggy talks to Sousa, and then he's, uh, and when he's gone, she takes a Vita radiation meter, or however you want to call it. The man who attacked Peggy builds a contraption from his travel kit and typewriter to have the a. God, I can't read. 
The man who attacked Peggy builds a contraption from his travel kit and typewriter to have the AIM of the 1940s and to get his next mission briefing. His away message was uh, a Bing Crosby lyric. <laughs> Across town, Peggy makes it rocks on after dark. That does not make sense. After, okay. Across town, Peggy makes it to Roxxon after dark with her getaway driver, Jarvis. Jarvis waits with the car, ready to go, and with a walkie-talkie, which he uses not long into the wait to give away her position. She goes after Lee Brannis and chases him down until they get to a milk truck filled from top to bottom with nitramine bombs. Lee talks with her for a moment about the other gentleman with no voice, saying that she can go ahead and shoot to kill them both. If the other guy is here, they're both dead already. He tells her Leviathan is coming, then smashes one of the nitramine bombs. 30 seconds until implosion. It definitely takes her more than 30 seconds to get out, but it is what it is. She calls Jarvis to come get her. She does one of those action movie things where she jumps onto the car as he passes by, and they make a mad dash for the exit. The explosion kicks off, and it starts biting at their heels until it becomes an implosion and begins to pull. It rips off the bumper. I don't think that's technically how that works, but it has to go out in order to come in, right? Yeah. Anyway, so it rips off the bumper and they expel forward as everything collapses in. Finally, at the SSR offices, they are discussing leads with the Spider Raymond death and Stark Tech fencing case when the phone rings. They talk about the blonde that knocked out one of the guards and who may have been the one who killed Raymond. Thompson, ha Thompson hands over the club photographer's camera, saying he thinks that they might have a pick. I'm thinking real hard about kissing you right now, son. Dooley? But before we can unpack that, Sousa tells them that Port Authority has said that Roxxon Refinery just blew up. The whole thing? Any casualties? Hard to say. They can't find the building. Dooley, perplexed, leads the two of them out the door as they rush to the scene. Um, so what I remember about com conversations is, one, that comment from Dooley for sure. Uh, we also mm -hmm. talk about how when they... Nope. That's something from the next episode. Sorry, that uh, was a, that's my note for the next one. Uh, and also, we talk a little bit about um, uh, the nitramine stuff, uh, for mm -hmm. sure. Um, so that that's some of the stuff that I remember. I remember that we talked a little bit about the uh, the can't find the building anywhere, and uh, that being like when your parent sends you into another room to find something. <laughs> yeah. Then they're like, if I have to come find it myself, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So. Yeah, if uh, I have to come find that rocks on. <laughs> I'm gonna be pissed um, off. Right, rocks on. I was gonna say rocks off, and then that. No, isn't no, something. no, yeah, yeah, exactly. But the other tease is that both of these episodes have as, and they are awesome. So they're delightful. Yeah. Uh, so we're not gonna do anything kind of fancy for the ending here. Yep. That's just the plot, and you're gonna need that for the f the future to come. And like I said before, you'll get the the full on episode in a bit. So nice. thanks for bearing with us as we get through these trying times uh, together. <laughs> um, that's all I'm going to say, I guess, for this one. So as always, I'm Colin Parker. I'm Jim Henderson. Excelsior. Excelsior.